All right, hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the We The Collective uh, Fitness Podcast or WTCF. Uh, today we're met with Hunter to go ahead and walk through some of her journey. She's one of the very first people who, who signed up for us and uh, some of her journey has been really, really cool and fun to watch. Um, again, watching her deadlift go up and, and kind of seeing um, the other great work that she's been able to do. So just wanted to kind of share her with the rest of the community and see, you know, if, if any of her stuff helps you out. So go ahead. Any other introduction stuff, any other fun things to get started with? Any other fun things? Well, not, well, first, thank you for like saying it's impressive to watch like my journey because like sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own thoughts, our own journey that it's hard to see it from an outside perspective. So thank you for that. Um, I live in Forest Park. It's obviously because the collectives here, it's kind of a fun place to like spend time. I say, as I spend a lot of time here, um, I teach at Triton college, early childhood and I husband cat. That's basically my life. I think like kind of simple, but simple, sometimes good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, so go, go into a little bit more about well, like what you're doing over at Triton and, and kind of, you know, what's something fun about that, that you've been learning and spending your time on. So there's been a lot of fun things learning um, about being at Triton because I started off adjuncting at Concordia Chicago um, and going from adjuncting while working full time in a preschool classroom. Um, it's very different because the stress then changes when you move into a full time faculty role. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's been some fun challenges with that. One of the fun things is I got hired under the ECAS grant that Illinois State has been not Illinois State university like the state mm -hmm. um they've been <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah illinois state's just been giving money um but no the actual state of illinois has been giving money to a lot of colleges and universities to help fund early childhood giving scholarships and things like that so i was brought on as temporary full-time faculty um because of the fact that i think i designed like three classes in a row did a bunch of other things they ended up moving me to tenure track um but some of the fun things just have been getting to know the people there mm -hmm. um, because moving from young children and working in a university setting as an adjunct to community college, it's even though there's a lot of similarities, it's a different group of people. And that's what I really enjoy about working there. And that's something I think that's like the best and also what I've learned the most from is the group of students. Oh, because um, what I think is really mm -hmm. funny is that the Tri Cafe yeah. um, is right there. So uh, just over this last weekend, uh, Thunder Soccer, one of the other organizations I'm involved with, was um, selling drinks. And mm -hmm. what I thought was really funny is the Tri Cafe was right next to us. Yeah. So they just kept giving us like mm -hmm. the garlic shrimp. I need to find a way to get that garlic recipe. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, if you can, if you can infiltrate and steal it. I, will try. Um, I think it's probably the same as the one they use for their garlic wings on Wing Wednesday. Probably. Yeah. It's probably the same one. It's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal mm -hmm. stuff if I can go ahead and steal that. Um, so what initially sparked your interest in, in fitness? Like what, what, what was the moment you're like, yeah, this is something I want to start to do. So um, it actually, so fitness was kind of like an elusive concept growing up. Like we knew that fitness was a thing. But I didn't grow up in a family that was like, yeah, let's just go work out. Um, it actually started really early in my marriage where about like, I want to say like a year, year and a half in, my husband started going to the gym and then he started dragging me to the gym. And I mean dragging, like, I don't mean I went willingly. I mean, like, he's like, you're going. Um, so originally not um, sparked interest in fitness. Just kind of forced um, into. Just forced into. But when we started working out together, a lot of it, it became fun. Like it was one of those things where like working out with a buddy was a lot of fun. And then of course the pandemic happened. So that kind of like 
stalled our fitness and I had a hard time getting back into fitness. And that's when I joined Spanga mm -hmm. um, because of Karina. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm blaming her, but I also adore her. Well, she's here um, too. So she probably so... has something to do with you moving to this spot as well. She actually, yeah. she, she told me about it. Fair. Um, Fair. But yes so once i started doing that i really enjoyed a lot of the instructors and that helped my motivation come back and like started sparking that interest again mm -hmm. well i was gonna say like what made you to join but i'm gonna say that was karina it was karina yeah that's no the when one. i told her i was moving um to forest park um she was like hey we're actually opening a place there and so i tried to once we officially had everything in the new place i just started walking over yeah, because it's the block or two away, yeah. which is really, really convenient. Um, so can you share a significant turning point? So again, with there's a huge turning point from where you're getting dragged to go to the gym and now you're you're doing it on your own. Yeah. Like what was that turning point? Like what made you flip that switch? So a lot of things. Um, but what it really boils down to is just being able to see what I'm physically capable of because I hate cardio. Yeah, and being dragged to the gym. Um, my husband likes cardio. Um, it's one of the few people I know who like cardio. Um, but I just seeing what I can do. So like being here and being able to lift and seeing like, okay, like maybe sometimes it's not as heavy as I want it to be. Um, and maybe sometimes it's like five pounds less or 10 pounds less or 20 pounds less than the last time I did it, but still being able to see like that I can do it, um, that I can start getting in deeper into new yoga poses um, so that's kind of like a nice continual motivator. See, that's, that's actually one of the reasons that I wanted this, this company to be the way that it is now. Right. Cause yeah. so many people who don't have strength, you know, they'll have mobility, but no strength, they'll have strength and no mobility. Yeah. And some people just don't have either. But, um, again, to, to recognize that the lifting aspect of it is actually helping with the yoga posture. Do you have like a specific posture that you're like, when I started doing X, this exercise here, it helped this specific pose just out of curiosity. Um, I think a lot of squatting helps because especially when you're getting, I don't know what any of the yoga poses are called and I apologize for yeah, that. I just know the English words for it. I'm supposed to know the Sanskrit, <laughs> but I'm terrible with it. Perfect. Um, so we'll struggle together. Um, so anything with squatting where, especially when you have to get low into yoga poses and there's like one where you like push your elbows against like your knees. Oh, like, um, uh, what is that frog? I think Malasana? Maybe. It's one um, of the very few ones I actually do know the Sanskrit for. I know like five total words. Yeah. I just know they all end with asanas. So yeah. the but it also, I think, helps vice versa as well, um, especially with like um, doing like pigeons before doing like any like lifting that involves like your hips being able to be open. Um, but I'm preaching to the choir, I'm sure, on that. So. Yeah, because I've had so many hip issues and other other things that are kind of happening. Yeah. So let's just keep let's keep rocking and rolling forward. So um, the challenges that you've gone on the way. Well, we're gonna go with this one. How do you define health, and what role does it play in your life with early education? So health took me a long time to understand for myself. I understood it through early education and through educating others first, because it's always easier to be a hypocrite. Um, is kind of it what is. I jokingly really say. Yeah. Um, so reminding people to take care of their mental health, um, to make sure that they're taking the breaks that they need, um, to make sure that they're eating well, to make sure they're just moving in general, um, even if they can't go work out. Um, encouraging people to do that. Um, early childhood, teaching kids like, hey, like it's okay to eat the cookie 
but we're also going to eat like we're also going to try some vegetables um granted it doesn't always, yeah, yeah. it doesn't work out that way um and just reminding people that everyone's bodies are different mm -hmm. um which again very hypocritical so with my own health i'm trying to focus more on um what i'm able to do physically taking more mental self self care that was really hard to say hmm. um and also trying to just be more present and mindful that sounds like it's very it, yoga sounding. it is very yoga sounding um but it's a lot more challenging than telling other people to do it yeah it's it's easy to say the thing and not to be the thing right exactly yeah. to your point of being like a hypocrite with it um so you know what challenges have you faced along this journey and then how did you overcome them so something that like might have been a little bit tough or overwhelming. Now you look back and it's like, wow, that was easier than I expected to get through it. So lots of different challenges. Um, but one that I know I've been talking to you a little bit about um, is like just eating in general. Um, so with me, it's like, I, I self-diagnosed as anorexic. Um, and when I asked my therapist about it, she's like, that is anorexia. So I don't want to like claim the label because I've never had a doctor look at me and be like, you are anorexic, but skipping meals intentionally to lose weight. Um, and also then when I was working early childhood over exercising with the kids, like squatting down, picking up babies all the time um, with the intention of losing weight, weight in an unhealthy way, focused more on physical appearance. Um, and one of the things that's really helping right now is looking at the scale infrequently, which I know is probably backwards for a lot of people. Mm. Um, but for me, it's more helpful. Um, and also focusing on what my body can do, um, rather than focusing on the weight. Um, and also like looking in the mirror and being like, I look better than I did when I was, <sighs> because like now I have like muscle as opposed to just trying to be skinny. Um, and there are good days and there are bad days. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be honest, yesterday was a bad day. Like yesterday was a day where I was like, nothing sounds good. So nothing sounds good. And also like, I feel like I've been eating a lot recently. I've also been eating out, but I also went on a trip. So like all of those things. So I'm not completely over the challenge because some days will be harder than others. But you recognize that there's a challenge there. Right. And you have smarter decision-making processes than you did beforehand. Right. Or at least some additional forgiveness to self of like, yeah. okay, if I stop doing this for a little bit and mm -hmm. start doing this other thing, I'll probably be able to get myself back into the yeah. right path. So again, we all, we all have to go ahead and, and yeah. stumble uh, now and again, it's part of the journey. Yeah, and I think that's part of the bigger thing in overcoming the challenge per se is just knowing that it is a challenge because the second you tell yourself it's not a problem is when it's probably a problem yeah see like what you brought up a second ago and i, I keep finding this really funny and i i ask i ask women this all the time yeah. it's women who get very very particular about it and i go would you be 20 would you take being 20 pounds heavier to look better in the mirror Probably, yeah. So a, <laughs> lot, honest, yeah. A, a lot of people would say, no, they're so concerned with what that weight is. Like, mm -hmm. I, I also joke around, it's like, if someone gave you the ability to flip a car, yeah. just go outside and flip a car, it's like, would you turn it down? It's like, you'd still be able to like crack yeah. an egg or you wouldn't be like super strong destroying everything. You would just be able to infinitely apply more pressure yeah. to whatever you're up against, right? You would eventually be able to move it. And they're like, no, I don't want that. I'm like, who wouldn't want to be infinitely strong right. to some degree? So like yeah. hearing that one and trying to get an understanding of like, 
okay, well, the big concern is how much does this gravitational force pull on your mass? Because that's what our weight's going to turn out to be. Yeah. So why is that? Why is an arbitrary thing that we don't have control over how hard, the, you know, gravity is just going to pull on us? We have no impact over that whatsoever. It's going to do that until we either launch into space or we die. And then still our body gets held in the ground by gravity. But like to, to say like, they would not take the opportunity to be stronger. Right. And, and I always find that super, super strange. And I, again, I just probably have to have more conversations with people to understand like, well, why wouldn't people want to feel super strong? Is, uh -huh. Was there a time where you would have preferred like not being strong? During, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I find that really just interesting. Well, and I think, um, so now my mindset is yes, with the 20, but also in my head now, the 20 pounds is muscle. Um, if you asked me yesterday in the middle of the day, I probably would have started crying and saying, no, I want to be 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> um, again, yesterday was a bad day, but I think everyone needs to hear that our people have that because recovery is not from any eating disorders, not straight recovery from anything is not straight and simple. Um, it's ups and downs. It's hilly. Um, and so there is a part of my brain that when you asked that was like, Oh no, but like, I also, the logical part of my brain is like, yes, that's, that's muscle. That's also from having conversations with you being here, having conversations with my husband, like those play a, di a different motivational impact, I guess. He's actually due to come in and do some more deadlifting actually. Yeah, he is. Um, so, you know, with, with you now, I've, I've referred to as a fitness enthusiast because you're here almost every day now. Um, you know, what advice would you give to somebody who's new or maybe looks at something like weightlifting or these challenges that, that come from the, the classes here? You know, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who might be new or thinking about it? Just try it um, because being here is the first challenge. Um, so it's like what we we're talking about earlier with just acknowledging that there's a problem or the fact that um, 545 is really early in the morning. Yes. Um, but just being here is the first step because, um, no one's going to force you to lift heavier than you can, which is nice. I appreciate that. Um, and they, everyone's very respectful of what your own individual body can do because all of our bodies look different, move different. Um, all of us have different like chronic issues. Like I have that chronic issue with my knee, um, that sometimes flares up. Um, so just showing up and just trying it is the biggest challenge, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Cause I was, I was watching, uh, another podcast last night, the, the one for elite FTS and it has Dave Tate and one of like one of my favorite yeah. lifters, JM Blakely. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you ever have a chance to like, listen to this man speak, like he is pure Zen and how he goes about everything. Uh, incredibly knowledgeable, calm when he speaks. It's just um, awesome, awesome information. Just we're, we're talking like so much years of coaching and, and just being an elite power lifter, 700 pound bench, yeah. which is like ridiculous. And uh, one of the things I thought was, was funny about it, and it's like, you go out there, it's like, yeah, you can go out there and fail a rep. It's like, I can fail that rep better. Yeah. So it's like, because you can just always add more. I can fail an infinite amount of weight, and but at some point I'll be able to move it. So there, there's like the you know, we keep scaling it down until it's accessible. So um, what I kind of got from that one is like it's not so much of like being able to lift the most; it's the most to you and yeah. and being better and than. This is like I think you were t sharing like some t at this point this is going to be like just lifting your arms is going to be physically impossible. Yeah, at some point infinite reps, one pound will be insurmountable. Yeah. Like that's regard. It'll take some people will take a really long time. I think yeah. there was like some, um, 
it's like, I think it was like some Mr. Beast thing. I don't, I don't watch the guy, but I heard some other things. Like the guy had to do like a five pound curl and every curl that he got, he got like a dollar or something like that. So he just kept curling forever with this five pound weight. And eventually you just cannot, yeah. like the body just runs out of gas. Um, but I, I think to, to your point of, you know, but what would that moment be though? What would, what, how many reps would it take to create failure in that moment? Like, how do we know unless we start to test and try these things of ourselves? Because then how the hell do we get better at any of it? Right? Like if we never tried anything, we're going to miss out on tons of stuff. Like I didn't realize how much I, I liked lifting until, um, I kind of just got fed up during like COVID yeah. and, um, my neighbor was, was deadlifting. So shout out to Spencer. <laughs> um, so he was, he was deadlifting and I went out there and I'd never done it before. Yeah. And like cold, I pulled like 270 and it was just like, hold on, there's something really cool here. And, and like, I think that's all it took for me to kind of realize I'm like, there's really cool opportunity. And if I didn't have that day, I might not have done the rest of this. Yeah. And I think that's kind of interesting too. Um, so we'll get to this one. Is there any other like health related topics or something you're enthusiastic to discuss further? Um, so something that I know very, very little about, but like something that I want to talk about further is like the spirituality of it, which sounds so very yoga. Well, there is yoga, um, so it makes sense. But it's one of those things where it's like, um connecting like the mind to what you're doing and that mindfulness at the same time because if you go and just pick up weight and just kind of like just go for it and not like if you don't have like any like in mind to muscle that kind of like thing yep. so i guess like there's a weird spirituality of that um but if you just go pick up weight you're just gonna like hurt yourself if you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. um so i think that's one of the things that i'm like kind of interested in to like again, know very little about. I just know that like after yoga and thinking about how everything's connecting, um, it feels great. <laughs> like mm -hmm. there was one day I walked home and I was just like, this is, this is the most beautiful day that's ever been. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I, I actually find those moments. That's why I'm like, I think yoga is not just like a thing. It's like an experience. Yeah. So like, yeah, whenever the mind and the body are doing the same thing mm -hmm. and finding unity, yeah. technically that's yoga. So mm -hmm. I like making the jokes like I can find yoga in a bicep curl yeah. and I'll just sit there and be like, really be able to feel the individual fibers kind of firing. And it doesn't matter what the weight is at that point. It's probably going to be lighter so I can focus. Right. But um, again, it's probably a slower tempo and just kind of imagining what that muscle is going through. Right. So you can kind of, even if you close your eyes a little bit, you can see, especially if you have a good understanding of like what the muscle tissue is made of. So it's all these like inner looping like hooks. And basically when they pull on each other, that's how the muscle contracts. And when they let go, they all stretch back out. So they just grab onto each other and that's all yeah. they do. Um, so if you start to think that, that at the very smallest level, all you're trying to do is just pull two items closer to one another at huh. the smallest scale ever. And then you would grow off of that one, but that's how the muscle fires, right? Mm -hmm. So the muscle, everything only contracts. There is no push muscle anywhere in our body. Yeah. See, I did not do well in biology. So like, I feel like I was relearning that for the first time in forever. Um, yeah. Oh, so good. Are we just checking to make sure that there's oh. still a fair <laughs> amount of time. Cause I, I want to make, I want to make sure that if there's any other things that you want to go ahead and, and talk about, um, in terms of, your fitness journey, weightlifting, yoga, or just something you yeah. want to share that, you know, maybe somebody else needs to hear that's going to go help them like start a journey or to do something tougher or more fun with their life. 
So I think one of my big things is especially being someone who's had an eating like, or currently has an eating, because like I said, it doesn't go away, is just for other people to hear like, there are people who are there to support and help. Like, you're not going to like assault people and be like, do you have like, do you struggle with eating? Like, and that's one of the nice things about walking in I here. I binge. That's what I know. <laughs> so, I still binge every once in a while. And um, I hate that. But, but knowing that like, this is a place where it's like, even if we, you don't, we like, as the customer don't communicate that knowing there's still that support of like, okay, let's see what your body's capable of and putting the focus on you as a person. Um, which is something I really appreciate. And also like something that I think a lot of people forget about, especially when they're in that moment of like, I shouldn't eat that apple because it's got like X amount of calories. Or even if you don't know how many calories it is, you know that it's just something that you feel like you don't deserve, but your body, if you're hungry, your body deserves that apple. Um, mm -hmm. and your body deserves to be able to do the most it can. So again, I'm a hypocrite, but I hope that resonates with okay. someone and helps someone too, um, because I'm still struggling with it. And if someone ever wants to talk to me about it, I'd love to talk. And you know we'll, we'll put contact stuff <laughs> yeah. um, in there. So something like Instagram, something else you can go ahead yeah. and reach yeah. out. Um, again, if you're looking for classes over at Triton, mm -hmm. um, there's an in, so you can go ahead yeah. and get some help with that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's been really, really helpful and insightful stuff to kind of and I, I just wanted to make sure that other people got to hear your story. That's why this podcast stuff exists. And I, I've actually not done a really great job of trying to get other people on here. It's just been me on a platform just saying like, do these things or like, this is what I struggled with this week. So I do want to include more and more people into these conversations. And then hopefully we'll be able to um, come back around and then start with a new set of questions where it's just like, well, what have we learned since then? What, what is, yeah. what, how has the goals changed? Or actually that's actually a really good one to, uh, to kind of head out on with, um, what's the goal? The goal, goal one is to just keep every day, like overcoming, like the challenge of life. Um, because I really like your, um, your, your inspiration for the week. Uh, the, oh, the Amorfati? Yeah. The I love fate. Yes. Um, because, one, you have your own internal, I'm going to call them demons. You have your own internal demons, but two, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, you wake up one day and you're like, I am going to go to work. And then the next thing you know, um, everything's changed. And like, life is crazy that way. Um, but this is not my goal. Sorry, I forgot the question. That's, I went on a that's fine. Line. The thing is, um, it's leading to what you inspire to go for. Yeah. So please. Yeah. So continuing to just live to the challenge of every day. Um, some days easier than others. Um, get that deadlift up a little bit more. I know I haven't been working on that. Um, and inversions, right? And inversions, like starting to really get into the inversions. So those are my goals. Yeah. And um, again, seeing the progress that you made on your deadlifts, yeah. the inversions, yes, we can go ahead and work on this a little bit more, but I, I know that you're working with, with Jackie at the secret yoga club. Yeah. So hopefully you're throwing them in there. Trying to, yeah. Yeah, perfect. So it, the thing is, yeah, if you spend some time doing the difficult things, the difficult things get easier. Yes. But if you never spend time doing difficult things, everything gets harder. Right. So well, it's like art. Like um, you look at these artists who are like making these beautiful masterpieces. And sometimes, yes, some people just have a natural talent that helps them gain a step ahead. But if you spend every day drawing the same flower, you're going to eventually get a realistic flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Practice makes improvement. Yeah. 
All right. So on, on that note, I think that's a great um, topic to go ahead and, and wrap this up with. So again, yeah. thanks so much for spending the time. And again, Hunter, thanks so much for, for sharing all this awesome information. Yeah. So hopefully this is this is going to be like a super clean edit and I'll get this out in like the next week or so. Great. And all right. If I can throw in like a small Please. plug, because um, I work at Triton. So if um, you know anyone who wants their associates or a certificate in early childhood, um, and they're working in early childhood right now, they get a free scholarship to come take classes with us. So um, I know like, since it's a community, we wanna use our resources. And this is a great resource that's, I think right now for sure, we have it for the academic year for 23 to 24. So use it now while we know we have it. Well, very cool. And on that note, good luck. <laughs>